it. Now I didn't do any trades. What? I didn't do any trades, but I marked teams that I thought would trade back or trade up. Okay. And right. I gave it to them in, in 10 player increments, except for the last 12 I did all at once. Okay. So just to be in the same page here. Uh, Talking about our mocks here. Alrighty, alrighty. Um, I mean, I'm assuming based off of... Did you start recording? Are we recording? Ladies and gentlemen, he figured it out 46 seconds in. (laughs) Well done. 46 seconds in. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you back to uh, the podcast, uh, the DVP. Um, As always, I'm here with, um, with the... Mr. Bainbridge, Bainbow, Bainby, Bainbreer, whatever you want to call the man. Um, later, we will be um, we will be honored with a, the presence of another. We will not have Mr. Weimer this evening, but if all if everything goes well, we'll be with him in, the, in a couple days. We're starting this by uh, talking about some podcast. Or yeah, though this is our podcast. <laughs> talking about our podcast here. Talking about some mock drafts um as many of you know many of our you know big draft guys most of our closest followers know we are big draft guys yeah um and so we're gonna we're gonna dive right in uh this year's nine first day, nine days to the draft no yeah what's today it's wednesday got me messed up. tuesday's already wednesday. O- no it's tuesday but when it's it's tuesday's over so it's wednesday but we all know it's actually wednesday yeah, yeah. so like let's say eight days Wow, that's exciting! It's coming up, man. That's, I'm excited. That's excited. It's gonna be it's gonna be very fun. I think uh, this year more than ever. I think we'll see some things that are like a little out of the usual, out of the ordinary. I get that. Um, I kind of expect. I kind of expect there to be a more of a premium on offensive and defensive line. Easier to miss on those guys and still get four years out of somebody some yeah then a lot of other positions um and obviously i think we both agree this is a pretty good class for offensive line oh yeah defensive line there's some really high blue chip kind of guys and then i think there's a pretty big gap between them and the next year i agree and it's even what's crazy to me is even so you you look at other defense like let's say mid first round people are mocking like um, uh, Kalevon Chase on right. Yeah. Somebody that I'm not sold on at all. I'm not either. Um, everything I read about the guy, it seems like he, you know, he's a good talker. He's gonna mix well with any team he 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 gets drafted by. He uh he 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 does his homework with things, which which is great. You like the, those are great things you like to hear, but. I just I'm not I'm not set on him specifically as someone who's being drafted at like anywhere between like 13 and 20. I'm seeing him like actually probably like 13 to 18. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, my thing with him is, I you know he's probably the second best guy, and you look at a so, few years ago when the Saints traded up for Marcus Davenport and took him like oh my thirteenth overall. I want to say it's like. Because of the value of the position, I think we'll see some of those guys go a little bit higher. That's fair. I'm also not sold on Chase on, and I think also part of that okay. is my 
I'm like sort of biased to LSU dudes. I love all those dudes, okay. but I also think recency bias of them having 14 games, being undefeated, being in the national spotlight. Being arguably the greatest probably, college team ever. Yeah. They, yeah, right. They've It's probably elevated them to draft levels that they won't actually meet those expectations. Of. Sure. And I think we've seen that before with Bama and even Clemson. I mean, uh, you know, you think of Trayvon Mullen. They were mocking him in the first round after they won that national championship yeah, and right. went in the second or third. You know, I, I just think that's going to happen, and I think Chason's one of those guys that could happen to. Um, but again, not a great class for edge, in my opinion. After you get outside Chase Young, everything else is a pick your poison. Well, that's so. I mean that just goes to show you within the last month you've seen Epinesa drop out of the first round, come back into the end of the first round, and then drop back out again. Yeah, I mean, like it's just it's it's players like that that you're like, oh, like it's. Evanescence is interesting. Like you said something the other day about him that was the perfect description, and I can't. I I mean, the problem is you cannot expect him to come in and be a ten sack guy. That's yes, that's. I don't know if he'll ever be that in his career, Mm -hmm. and I don't think that that's necessarily meaning. Uh, I don't think that necessarily means that there's not a space for him on the field every down, mm-hmm. even on passing downs. Sure. I just don't you think he off. can be the guy that you rely on to be Chase Young or Miles Garrett or Jadavian Clowney. You know, these obvious first edge out of the yeah out of the class. So, and and I agree with that. And somebody I kind of. I kind of look at AJ Epinesa and I kind of see just from even watching the past two years with the Bengals and at Ohio state is Sam Hubbard. Um, who's, who's, he has a role. He's not going to get 10 sacks in a season at all. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's there for, you know, uh, 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 a scoop and score twice a year and, uh, maybe three sacks. <laughs> there, there's value to guys that can come in on the defensive line and play 20 snaps. Now I think, Epinesa is better than Sam Hubbard, and I think Epinesa has a better role than Sam Hubbard. Sure. But his role may be more closely aligned with, um, you know, like Michael Bennett, uh, like a really good setting the edge defensive end, but not a guy that's that's going to create a ton of pressure. You can line him up inside, outside, um, but he's just never going to be that guy that play after play offenses are worried about him. Totally. And I think I see that more so in Chason and, in my opinion, Gross Matos. I know not everybody's a fan of him. I know you and our <laughs> special guests later are not quite big fans of him, if I recall. I, um, me, no. I think, I, think he, I think he's getting a little more... I think there's a ton of value in the second and third round, though, in this edge class. Okay. I really do. I think there's some really good value. Um Guys like uh, Z- Z- uh, Zuniga, I believe, at Florida. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Uche. At Michigan. <laughs> yep. You know, I'm picking all the difficult names right now, but well, there's what um, you know, I like Aquara a little bit. I think he's got a chance. To be um, a from, Notre, from Notre Dame, you said Aquara. Yeah, yeah, from Notre Dame. What do you think um, of I've now? At one point, you know, we've been mocking for forever. At one point, uh, 
Um, Curtis Weaver out of Boise State was uh, was an yeah. end of the first round kind of guy, and now I'm seeing him mid to, mid to late second. I think he's just capped athletically. Sure, that's and a good I, way to put I it. I think that's. I just think that that's going to hold him back from being a first round pick. Okay. I can't miss on a guy that's six three and runs a four nine. Sure. I can miss on a guy that's six five, six six, and you know is 255 and runs 4-7. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? No, that makes perfect I sense. like, aren't that different, but, like, they are kind of different. No, it makes sense. I'm just, to all of our listeners, um, on my end, uh, our Mr. Bainbridge sounds, sounds like you just, like, went five octaves down in your voice. Really? Yeah, like, oh, now it's back. But, like, have you ever seen the movie Old School where he goes, you're crazy, man? You're crazy, man. That's literally what your voice sounded like for a second. That's very weird. I don't know why that would be. I look forward to going back and hearing the voice sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so, yeah, but, yeah, um, I, 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 I'm with you on that. And that does make sense. Um. It, it makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. And I think, too, we've, we've heard a lot about this class in terms of the wide receivers. Uh, that's all, that's, and that's all anybody any, talks about, yeah. Yeah, it's a good class for it, but I also think that it's being a little bit higher rated than it is. Than it should be? Um, than it should be. I think there's a... And... Go ahead. And again, I think that's a position that everybody's talking about there being seven dudes in the first round. I just don't see that happening. I think there's going to be a lot of the back 12 picks of the first round are probably not going to be dudes that we've been talking about, if I had to guess. It's fair. Um, I think you look at certain teams at the end of the first round, like um, like the Titans, um, who... Those those are the teams that, you know, they had good seasons last year. Their priority in their minds probably isn't like, hey, let's go get a top-tier receiver. Because by that point in the draft anyway, that quote-unquote top-tier receiver, I mean, that's that's way gone. You're going to get a receiver who yeah. who could be, you know, could have great upside, but it could also be, it could go the other way. And so they're going to want, you know, something that hopefully brings them more depth, Um and, and more of a concrete, like, all right, we can get something out of this guy, you know, one, two down um, uh, right away next season. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I think Tennessee might not be a uh, team that would be looking at wide receiver as much in the first round because high graver. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we have um, a, a, a new... Member joining us this evening, his name is Mr. Graver. Mr. Graver, say hello. Hello, hello. What are you doing there, Tyler? I'm sitting on my exercise ball. Oh my god. <laughs> You're a friggin' woman teacher. Whoa, whoa. Easy. <laughs> welcome have to you, the podcast. Well, yes, welcome. Have you not seen The Office? Dwight uses this for stability and uh, obviously performance. <laughs> yeah, how's that work out for him? Yeah, he gets it popped. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, Graver, uh, we 
we're basically kind of just, you know, shooting the spit about, uh, um, about how we kind of see things rolling in the first round of the draft. Uh, we're actually about to share our own mock drafts. Um, I didn't really prepare you or give you any information about telling you to bring a mock draft that you have done. So just shoot the spit and chime in whenever you can or want to. Sounds good. Okay. I can always chime in and give critiques. Graver, we were kind of talking about this wide receiver class, and I I think that it probably won't live up to – I shouldn't say it won't live up to expectations a few years down the road, but I don't think that this first round is going to be as loaded with wide receivers as possibly the national media is. Yeah, and previously thought. What was that last class that everyone was tooting? The one with like Mike Evans. Was that the one that Odell was in? And Odell, was, like, Sammy Watkins. Was that 14? Yeah, that class was one of the ones that everyone was like, yeah. damn, that was a deep draft. Was that 213? That, that was a really good class too. Um, but we, we were, yeah, I mean, I don't know if the top three in this class you could say are as good as the top three coming out of that. I think it was 14. 14? believe let me look it up 14 makes more sense because i had rookie i had odell his rookie year on my fantasy team in 2005 no no it would have been yeah it would have been 2014 yep 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 yep. spring of 14 you're correct yeah it's gotta be but i you know i love judy and i love lamb i'm not as sold on rugs to be honest um i still think that will be the third guy off the board but like i don't know dude he didn't put up that great in numbers in terms of what? In terms of his, his final season in Alabama. Scoring on 50% of the plays he touched the ball. <laughs> yeah, but why didn't he touch the ball more than Because when he doesn't have, have receiving great... receiving core like that, that was it's tough to give touches to everybody. I guess. I, um, um, I actually think he's going to um, break a, a, a mold there in that most receivers that um, – you know, go out and break records at the combine at the underwear Olympics for uh, the 40 yard dash. They don't have good careers. Um, I'm really hoping as a Bengals fan that, you know, Ross still, you know, pans out obviously. Uh, but I, I do think Ruggs is, 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 is different. He catches the ball at a high point. Um, he bodies men's men off down the field, not so much at the line of scrimmage. He gets beat there, and if you watch the film, you can see that too. Um, and that maybe is a reason why he's doesn't have, um, you know, more like you said. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I'll be intrigued with this uh, class. Yeah, uh, going back to the 2014 class, I just looked up the draft real quick. Yeah. It's a pretty fun class, actually. All right, let's hear it. Um, Clowney went, Clowney went one. Okay. And then it was Greg Robinson, <laughs> Blake Bortles, <laughs> Sammy Watkins, who yeah, probably Khalil boo. Mack. Wow. And Khalil Mack was the fifth fifth choice. Um, other wide receivers, Mike Evans at seven. He was the first. Oh no, second receiver taken, right? But yeah, behind Sammy Watkins at four. Uh, Eric Ebron was taken at ten. Hey 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 hey. He sucked with the Lions, but I actually think his career is going to start going upwards for about two, three years now. He's not a bad player, but when you look at the players that were taken after him, you're kind of oh, like... in the draft. Okay, dude. got it. I got you. And again, the Lions did it last year, too, where they 
one, I don't think they took the best tight end on the board. And two, took a tight end in the top 10. I just don't, you'll never really be able to convince me of that. that uh, it's just never been a focal point of an offense unless it's Gronk. For a tight end. TJ Hawkinson. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. TJ Hawkinson isn't Gronk, and nobody evaluated Gronk to be Gronk coming out of college. Yeah. Gronk was simply just Gronk because he is a freak. Correct. So Lions at 10 took <laughs> Ebron. At 12, the Giants took Beckham. And then at 20, the Saints took Brandon Cooks, who's now been traded three, three times. times. He's, he's like 24 years old. Holy crap. And then the last wide receiver of the first round was picked 28 by the Carolina Panthers. Curtis Samuel? Was. No. Benjamin. Devin Funches. Funches. No. No. Who did you say? Kelvin Benjamin. Benjamin. I said Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin. Oh, I Benjamin was right? Was said. Yep. Okay. Kelvin Benjamin. He <laughs> literally has what, has... what has he done? Dude, I'm telling you. Not a lot. I'm telling you. You don't want to hear it. That's... It, T. Higgins has Calvin Benjamin written all over it. Whoa. They, I don't know about dude, that. Calvin Benjamin was really a lot thicker than T. Higgins but was. If you, but if you go read everything about them coming into the draft, it's the same. T. Higgins reminds me more of Doriel Greenbeck. Oh, it's even worse. <laughs> yeah, although, although, I'm not saying it's great. Although I loved DGV. <laughs> I know you did. Here's, here's a couple other wide receivers that were taken in that 14 draft in the second round. Okay. The Jaguars took Marquise Lee, the Eagles took Jordan Matthews, and the Seahawks took Paul Richardson. My God. Those were the next three. And then the next three after that was Devontae Adams. What? Allen Robinson Ooh. and Jarvis Landry. Holy shit. Dang. Yeah, that draft was deep. Well, no. It was pretty deep. Well, I mean, what can you say is in deep as in... Well, I guess, yeah, not super deep, but, like... That's wild. Steals. That's wild. You That's get, Absolutely. Get, yeah. Hey. See, you can get wide receivers, I think, in the second and third round. That's why, going back to point that Dan brought up, Graver, is that a team like Tennessee taking a wide receiver. But the reason that I think that they would not go that route, they took A.J. Brown in the second or third round last year. And he turned out so well for them. If they feel like they can get that positional value later in the draft, That's I just fair. have That's a hard time seeing them going. Yeah, wide receiver, I guess. Um, some of those like oh shit, that was also Aaron Donald's draft. Jesus, um, Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack in the same draft, and Clowney. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. Well, I'm not as high on Clowney as those two, but fair enough. I am. So, just looking at wide receivers, I have now seen several things where. Higgins has just fallen so far past people I would not yeah. put him past. Like, I wouldn't put him. So, like, um, I saw something that had, um, who was, oh, KJ Hamler and Peoples Jones ahead of Higgins. And I don't know if I, I don't think that's fair. I, I agree with that. I don't think I, that's fair at all. I really like Hamler. I'm okay on Peoples Jones, but I don't think I would take Hamler over Higgins. Higgins has a really big upside. He's huge too. Yeah, I mean he's big and athletic. Like he's also he, has he's tied for the franchise in touchdowns that, all time. Oh, who cares? At Clemson. Who cares? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is also up there. Oh, big what? How many years? Yeah, was he, he just got traded for a second round pick. So how good could he? be? Yeah, no, no. All right, no, no. from the coach Bill O'Brien, the great <laughs> Bill O'Brien, right. the coach GM Bill O'Brien. 
that's like saying that's like saying Eddie George has records at Ohio State, so he's going to be good in the NFL. Wrong. Well, I mean, it's production, so there's probably a couple better examples than that. It was a joke. Um, Immediately, Eddie George. Okay, so, um, all right, Ryan, I'm going to throw some scenarios at you, and then let's throw out the, the okay. our, our mocks, okay? Okay, all right. just go, like, first five picks, or what do you think? Well, I want to, I wanna, again, I want to, yeah, we'll do that, but I want to give you a scenario first. Okay, all right, go all ahead. Right, you're on the board with pick... 57 and you need a wide receiver okay okay are you taking um are you taking Rager or Ayuk if they're available I prefer Ayuk okay me too over Rager okay uh what team am I though depends what my roster looks like now you're a team that needs a receiver you jerk <laughs> I, I would take Ayuk. I like Ayuk better than Rager. All right, Ayuk or Mims? Mims. I love <laughs> Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims. He's really good. He I, he has a chance, I think, to be the third wire receiver off the board. Wow. Uh, wow, yeah. I think people are going to fall in love with that kid. Okay. What's it about Mims that you love? He's 6'3 and fast as hell. Super and fast. is really good at catching the football. At a high point, too. Is his route super crisp? No. Is he super good route runner? No. But I don't know. If I'm an NFL team with a full-time wide receiver coach, I'm hoping that he can coach him to be a better route runner. Sure. But his upside is probably bigger than... I mean... Maybe Ruggs. Maybe Rugs. There's, uh, yeah. There's no way. That's tough. I don't know. Yeah, and there's Maybe no way you can convince me, and there's no way you can convince me that anyone has bigger upside than Judy and Lamb. You just, the, you can't convince me that in this draft. No, those those guys just seem like they would come in and be immediate stars. Yeah, yeah, I agree. If you, uh, you know, I don't always say let's do player comparisons, but give me your comparison for Lamb and for Judy. I have personal demons about this one myself every time I do a mock, and I would say I pretty consistently flip them, okay? Um, okay. Wait, what do you mean? As in, like, in one mock draft I do, I have Lamb going first, like the first receiver okay. off the board, and another one I have um, I have uh, um, Judy going off the board. Um, and so the way I, I kind of look at it... Um, Lamb's, Lamb has better hands. I think that's just, that's, I, I think he's the best natural catcher of the ball, you know, um, goes and gets it, things like that. I think his hands are definitely better. But if you watch Judy, and it almost brings a tear to my eye, if you watch Jerry Judy run any freaking route at all, he's, he's amazing. It's, it's. It's out of this world watching him run a route just because that alone, whether the ball's thrown to him or not, that alone, like your jaw just goes, what? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, he's, he's special. I think. And and so, and so as I watch film, I get more of a vibe that lamb is kind of, um, I don't want to say tougher, but almost tougher with like 
going up, getting a ball or bodying a man, get somebody off of him, like doing what you need to do. But I don't think Judy has as much film with him doing that because he's so often already, he's already beaten his man. They win differently. Yeah, sure, sure. And I think it takes a little more effort for Lamb to win. Um, so in the mock that I mean, I'm going to share with you soon, I do have a, I do have, well, I, I won't tell you who I've all first, but I have. So I have. If I were doing a big board, Judy is my top wide receiver, but I think he's the second receiver taken. Okay. Taken. Um, but for me, you totally dodged my question. By the way. No, I didn't. Engraver, you're also welcome to chime in. I said player comparison. Who does Lamb or Judy remind you? Oh, I thought you... I didn't hear you. I heard comparison, and I just started comparing them. I gotcha. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I meant... Oh, but I think, I think what Dan <laughs> did helps a lot with trying to think of a player comparison. Because it sure. tells yeah. you what they're good at. I see what you're saying. Fair enough. Um, okay, mm. my bad. Yeah, I heard the word comparison. I was like, this... Um, oh, boy. Uh, let's start with Judy. Christ. Judy to me is OBJ. That's a good one. That's a OBJ. good one. Yeah, that's I think that's a really good example. Um I I think it's a good example. I don't think like how did did Judy have a great combine? I don't think I don't know if he did or not. I don't think he did a number of things. Yeah, I'm not sure he did a lot. Okay. Because I know, like, OBJ they didn't wait for their pro days. Well, that didn't go well, did it? That was smart. That way, don't have to do anything. And they're well, still yeah. going to be there. Uh, but I think OBJ is actually a really good, like, a really good choice. Um, oh, God. CD Lamb. I don't even know. Hop. I think you'll like. I think you'll like mine for CD Lamb. Ryan. Yeah. For a second there, your voice hit that octave again. It was cool. <laughs> it's weird because I heard the echo more during that time. Yeah, I heard the echo. I mean, Lamb's a good Hopkins, but I don't know. Who do you think? Hopkins. Wow. I wouldn't say Hopkins. That's cool. You asked my opinion, not yours. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I know. I don't think he's the same 50-50 ball guy that Hopkins is. Okay. Hopkins is like an incredible 50-50 ball guy. Yeah, that's like his number one best thing. I hate to be that guy who uses the same Then don't do it. But I see, I see, well, I'm going to do it though because I like the comparison. I see Jerry Judy as Amari Cooper. Ooh. I... I think they're both really good route runners. I feel like Amari Cooper doesn't really, like, he's not that aggressive guy. He is, like, he'll run himself open. And he had really good production. I think Cooper's a little more physical, probably, than you're giving him credit for. Um, And I don't think he's got the same quickness that Judy has. Because at Alabama, Amari Cooper was really good. Cooper coming out of college was, like, insane. I, I, dude, so, Cooper coming out of college, the three of us were like, he's going to be the greatest receiver of all time. <laughs> yeah, like, he was, like, coming out of college, he's, like, Alabama's best receiver. 
Like he was coming out of college, but he's a sweet player. I mean, he like, still is good. He's a beast. Yeah, I'm surprised that the Cowboys chose to pay him though. Him and Zeke. It's gonna be interesting because. You know, I think the Cowboys should have already had gone deeper in playoff runs than they have. Um, yeah, me too. Especially with their, you know, young line that hasn't had to get big contracts yet. And when that happens, they're screwed. Yeah, they probably can't pay up all of them. There's no way. Because right, I have no idea. How many more years does Zeke have left, in all honesty, like at oh. his top level? I think he's already trending down this year. I don't think so. He's. I was he's talking more of the linemen. I mean. Yeah, I get what you're saying, Dan. How do you pay everybody on that offense? Zeke had a shitty year because he got paid. Like, <laughs> Don't pay him, man. And he was hurt, too, wasn't he? Correct. Yeah, he was beat up. I had him in fantasy, and he didn't perform as well as I was hoping, but it wasn't like he was god-awful. I can't believe the Panthers paid McCaffrey $16 million a year. It's incredible, but hey, when you get You a- got rid of the best quarterback in your franchise's history. And then paid a uh, second-year running back $60 million. Dude, how are you going to throw Jake DeLome under Jake the bus DeLome like that? Panther, how am I not surprised that both of you went Jake DeLome? You guys <laughs> suck. <laughs> if we're both saying it, then there has to be some truth. Damn right. Didn't he take him to a Super Bowl? Yeah, so did Cam. And he won an MVP. Yeah, but he also made a business decision and lost a championship because of it. I'm sorry. Remember he didn't he, want to pick up that fumble. Yeah, he's like, was going uh, that's he's like right. he's that was like, a business decision. He's like, I made a business decision. All right, I'm so going back to, to Lamb. Dude, like, wait, no. I was trying to think of one for Lamb. I like that I'm talking shit on Cam Newton, and I love Cam Newton. <laughs> I know. He's one of your favorite players. Where do you guys think he ends up? I'm not going to say it just because I don't want it to happen, so I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. I don't know. I've been seeing pictures like the people, the fans that want him in like New England. I don't know if that would be a very good fit. Yeah, that'd Not be the- an awful fit given the greatest coach of all time, <laughs> the largest, most athletic weapon at quarterback. Oh that my god. Um, yeah, but do you think Bill Bryan or Bill Bryan? Almost called him Bill Bryan. Do you think the Bill Bryan? Yeah. Fine with that? Yeah, of course he would be fine with that. As long as the guy can win him games. He doesn't give a crap. Um, Belichick does not care, dude. He will change his entire offense in a season. Does not care. Um, so I'll tell you what's going to happen, okay? If the Chargers draft a quarterback, don't worry about it. However, if the Chargers do not draft a quarterback in the first round, I would bet money they sign Cam Newton. I'm starting to think they don't. Really? And I'm actually kind of starting to lean towards maybe Miami not doing it at five. Doing what at five? Because I don't have them drafting a quarterback. Drafting a quarterback. I don't have that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've seen that. Get, you're getting into draft stuff now. That's yeah, you're right. Stuff. My bad, my bad. We'll, we'll <laughs> back off a little bit, but those are interesting landing places. San Diego or L.A. Chargers would be an interesting landing place for Cam. I'd also love to see him back up Derek Carr. Until Carr loses. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Vegas? That would be nuts. Carr sucks in Cam in Vegas in black and silver. Oh, that oh would be my God. Sad. That'd be amazing. Might as well call him Mr. Vegas. It'd be hot. All right. CD Lamb. I'm going to give you guys my comp. 
to let you guys keep thinking about. Yeah. For me, it's a mix between. Seriously. Chad Johnson. What? Chad Ochocinco. Yep. And Larry Fitzgerald. Wow. Okay. That's my mix of him. Now I don't think he's got as good pants as Larry because. I'm telling you right now, not many people do. you do. think? I think. But I think he has the willingness to go for the ball in any situation mm-hmm. like Larry does. Okay. And I think he's got the sideline awareness and foot skills. Okay. Of Chad Ochocinco. Damn. I would say Larry's got pretty good sideline skills too. I was oh, about no to doubt. Ask, I was going to say, what, uh, what Ochocinco was he bringing to the table? But you just answered that. So. Yeah. Ocho's thing was probably like, I mean, he made some ridiculous sideline catches in his time. Dude, he has one. So is Larry, I guess. Yeah, yo, yeah, definitely. But Ocho single is. They're both pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. Um, hey, let's uh, let's get into our draft. Okay, let's do it. Um, do you want to go pick by pick? Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. Uh, is that what you want to do? We can go five picks in a row. We can do the whole draft. It doesn't matter to me. Um, let's see here. 